You're listening to Final Hour. This is Seth of the West Coast Neighbors, and uh, I'm flying solo right now. Brian is out of town. This is not a usual podcast. It was reported earlier today that uh, Robin Williams, actor and comedian, has passed away. Investigation is still ongoing at the time of this recording, but reports are indicating that it was uh, suicide. When I first heard the news, it was via social media, and the very first thing that came into my mind was, I really, really, really hope that this is uh, just another hoax. Somebody in very poor taste decided to start a rumor that caught on like wildfire and just blew up all over the internet. It's being reported by news outlets. It's on the radio. It's on the internet. I'm sure it's on TV as well. So the denial part of it's gone. I felt compelled to do this because... I feel like it needs to be a bigger discussion at some point of how we're uh, how we're handling depression and mental illness in our society. Uh, there are many deaths all the time attributed to mental illness, and it's unfortunate that it's just the high-profile people that seem to get the attention, but what's more unfortunate is that it seems like people are only getting the attention once it's too late. Again, um, investigation is still ongoing, so I'm just going off of what has been reported so far, which is not a lot. I could read off a little bio, list off the films that Robin Williams made and gave to the world, but that's the thing. His impact has been so great that it reaches everybody for different reasons and from different movies and TV shows. And I remember from a very young age being introduced to Mork and Mindy. I want to say it was on Nick at Night, I think. Um... And that was actually my first glimpse that I remember of Robin Williams. And he was so out there and funny, and it was like controlled chaos. And I remember being moved by it. Robin Williams is one of the bigger icons that made me want to try and get into performing. I remember one of my first performances when I was a kid was actually performing at a talent show. You ain't never had a friend like me from Aladdin. And uh, I don't even know if I was 10 yet. But I'm of the group of people that grew up with Robin Williams. Uh, A friend of mine actually posted on Facebook that in a way, 
a lot of our generation was kind of orphaned today. And I guess I have to agree. Everyone has a different memory. Everyone has a different life. Everyone has a different upbringing. But there's a large percentage of our culture that was was affected as we grew up in some way by something that, that Robin did. And I know for me, one of my goals in life was to work with him. Like I said, he he was one of the ones that inspired me to be a performer. And really, I think that he was... He made it okay to be different. He showed that there is strength in being different. He showed that just because you think differently, you act differently that your brain functions differently than what is the societal norm doesn't mean that you're broken. And I don't think I realized why I identified with that so well at a young age, but now I do. I feel like growing up seeing Robin Williams' work made it okay for me to be me. And I wanted to be a performer because... I saw people that I respected doing it. And I felt things when I watched their work that I wanted to make other people feel, too. I don't strive for riches or fame, but I sure as hell set goals to work with some of my idols. Robin Williams was up there on the list, if not the top. I don't know how long this will be posted. Somebody with a lot more power than me may decide that it needs to be taken down for any number of copyright laws, but I wanted to do a tribute to Robin Williams, and so I've compiled some of the clips and moments here that helped shape my life, and yeah, he's going to be missed. This is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. Is that me or does that sound like an Elvis Presley movie? Viva Da Nang. Oh, Viva Da Nang. Da Nang me, Da Nang me. Why don't they get a rope and hang me? Hey, is it a little too early for being that loud? Hey, too late. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He's left Crete. He's entered the demilitarized zone. All right. Hey, what is a demilitarized zone? Sounds like something out of the Wizard of Oz. Oh, no, don't go in there. Oh, hee ho, ho, chimin. Oh, look, you've landed in Saigon. You're among the little people now. We represent the Arvan Army, the Arvan Army. Oh, no, follow the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Follow the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Oh, I'll get you, my pretty! Oh, my God, it's the Wicked Witch of the North. It's Hanoi, Hanoi! Now, little G.I., you and your little toodoo, too! Ah. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian. <laughs> what are you doing, Adrian? Oh, Hannah, you slut. You've been on everything but the Titanic. Stop it right now. Hey, uh, hi, can you help me? What's your name? My name's Roosevelt Lee Roosevelt. Roosevelt, what town are you stationed in? I'm stationed in Poon Tang. Well, thank you, Roosevelt. What's the weather like out there? It's hot! Damn hot! Real hot! 
Hot of this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. Well, can you tell me what it feels like? Fool, what is hot? I told you again. Were you born on the sun? It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of those little guys in the orange row burst into flames. It's that hot. You know what I'm talking about. Well, what do you think it's going to be like tonight? It's going to be hot and wet. That's nice if you're with a lady, but it ain't no good if you're in the jungle. Now, what do you want? Oh, he told me to take it to the nice clerk, but since she's busy, I'll talk to you. <laughs> I can't answer this question. Do I fail the exam? This is an informational form. Even you couldn't fail it. <laughs> well, which question is it? That one. Have you had a recent vaccination? No, but I'd like to go to Miami Beach and stay at the Fountain Blow. <laughs> no. Vaccination. Like when they stick you with a needle. Oh, I get the point. <laughs> Where did you come from? Over there. Let's start from the beginning. Where's your passport? I give up where? Don't you have a passport? No. What's a passport? Don't you have any identification? Well, I have a mole right here. How's that? Identification? I don't think anyone else has one right here. This is ridiculous. I can show you the one on my right hip. No, that won't be necessary. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Hang on a second. Whoa! Wow! Does it feel good to be out of there? I'm telling you, nice to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, where are you from? What's your name? Uh, uh Aladdin. Aladdin. Hello, Aladdin. Nice to have you on the show. Can we call you Al, or maybe just Din? Or how about Lottie? Sounds like here, boy. Come on, Lottie. Say. You're a lot smaller than my last master. Either that or I'm getting bigger. Look at me from the side. Do I look different to you? Wait, wait a minute. I'm your master? That's right. He can be taught. What would you wish of me? The ever impressive. The long-contained... But never duplicated. Genie of the Lamp. Right here, direct from the lamp, right here for your very much wish fulfillment. Thank you. So what'll it be, Master? <laughs> You're gonna grant me any three wishes I want, right? Uh, almost. There are a few uh, provisos, a, a couple of quid pro quos. Like? Uh, rule number one, I can't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, so don't ask. Uh, rule number two, I can't make anybody fall in love with anybody else. <laughs> you little punum there. I can't bring people back from the dead. It's not a pretty picture. I don't have to. In case of emergency, the exits are here, 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 anywhere. Keep your hands and arms inside the carpet. We. Thought about what you said to me the other day about my painting. Stayed up half the night thinking about it. Something occurred to me. I fell into a deep, peaceful sleep and haven't thought about you since. You know what occurred to me? No. You're just a kid. You don't have the faintest idea what you're talking about. Why, thank you. It's all right. You've never been out of Boston. Nope. So if I asked you about art, you'd probably give me the skinny on every art book ever written. Michelangelo. I know a lot about him. Life's work, political aspirations, him and the Pope, sexual orientation, the whole works, right? 
But you can't tell me what it smells like in the Sistine Chapel. You've never actually stood there and looked up at that beautiful ceiling. Seen that. If I ask you about women, you probably give me a syllabus of your personal favorites. You may have even been laid a few times. You can't tell me what it feels like to wake up next to a woman and feel truly happy. You're a tough kid. I ask you about war, you'd probably uh, throw Shakespeare at me, right? Once more into the breach, dear friends. But you've never been near one. You've never held your best friend's head in your lap and watched him gasp his last breath looking to you for help. I ask you about love, probably quote me a sonnet. But you've never looked at a woman and been totally vulnerable. Known someone that could level you with her eyes. Feeling like God put an angel on earth just for you. Who could rescue you from the depths of hell. And you wouldn't know what it's like to be her angel. To have that love for her be there forever. Through anything through cancer. And you would know about sleeping, sitting up in a hospital room for two months, holding her hand, because the doctors could see in your eyes that the terms visiting hours don't apply to you. You don't know about real loss, because that only occurs when you love something more than you love yourself. I doubt you've ever dared to love anybody that much. I look at you, I don't see an intelligent, confident man. I see a cocky, scared, shitless kid. But you're a genius, Will. No one denies that. No one could possibly understand the depths of you. But you presume to know everything about me because you saw a painting of mine. You ripped my fucking life apart. You're an orphan, right? Do you think I'd know the first thing about how hard your life has been? How you feel? Who you are? Because I read Oliver Twist. Does that encapsulate you? Personally, I don't give a shit about all that. Because you know what? I can't learn anything from you. I can't read in some fucking book. Unless you want to talk about you. Who you are. And I'm fascinated. I'm in. But you don't want to do that, do you, sport? You're terrified of what you might say. You move, Chief. Eat your heart out, you prinkled, wrinkled, fat cat. You're a very ill-mannered young man. You're you know a slug that? and you worm. I believe you're encouraging yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, show me your fastball dust brain, you paunchy sag bottom puke pot. You are a very poor role model for these kids. Do you know that? I bet you don't even have a fourth grade reading level. Hemorrhoidal suck navel. Well, maybe a fifth grade reading level. 
Boil dripping, beef fart sniffing, bubble butt. Someone has a severe caca mouth. Do you know that? You are a fart factory. Slug slime, sack of rat guts and cat vomit. Cheesy scab-picked, pimple-squeezing finger bandage. A week-old maggot burger with everything on it and flies on the side. Substitute chemistry teacher? Come on, Rufio, hit a math. Mung tongue? Math tutor? Pinhead. Prison barber. Mother lover. Nearsighted gynecologist. In your face, camel cake. In your rear, cow derriere. Lion crying, spying, prying, ultra pig. You lewd, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Make it rain, Peter! Man! Stupid, stupid man! Rufio, if I'm a maggot burger, why don't you just eat me? You two-toned, zebra-headed, slime-coated, pimple-farming, paramecium brain, munching on your own mucus, suffering from Peter Pan envy. What's a paramecium brain? I'll tell you what a paramecium is. That's a paramecium. It's a one-cell critter with no brain that can't fly. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. To quote from Whitman, oh me, oh life of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, what good amid these, oh me, oh life? Answer, that you are here, that life exists and identity, that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. That the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. What will your verse be?